I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, I want to tell you a story of a man who was not only the first indigenous Anglican bishop in India, but a pioneer for church unity. This is the story of V.S. Azaria. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 17, on page 284 of the prayer book. Hear what is right, O Lord, consider my complaint. Hearken to my prayer, which does not come from lying lips. Let justice for me come forth from your presence, and let your eyes look upon that which is right. You have tested and visited my heart in the night season. If you try me, you shall find no wickedness in me. My mouth shall not offend. As for the works of others, because of the words of your lips, I have kept myself from the ways of the violent. Hold my steps firmly in your paths, that my footsteps may not slip. I have called upon you, O God, for you will hear me. Incline your ear to me and hearken to my words. Show your marvelous loving kindness, you that are a savior of those who put their trust in you, from the ones who resist your right hand. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me under the shadow of your wings. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
It is a truth of the mission field that until evangelism is done by the locals, the gospel will continue to seem foreign. Let me tell you the story of Viden Ayagam Samuel Azaria, or V.S. Azaria. Born in 1874 in southeast India, V.S.'s parents were Christians converted by Welsh Anglican evangelicals. His father was an Anglican evangelist, and V.S. was educated at Church of England schools and a Church of England college. He was deeply influenced by the British ministry of the YMCA, the Young Men's Christian Association. The YMCAs of V.S.'s day were not today's swim and athletic clubs only, but these were organizations that truly wanted to embody the gospel in all of life. And as V.S. was grown in that context, what grew in him also was a burden for the evangelization of India. In 1901, a census came out that showed that there was a hundred million Indians completely out of reach of the gospel. And though V.S. was grateful for Western missionaries, he was increasingly convinced that India's evangelistic need could only be met by fellow Indian evangelists. At a 1907 missionary conference in Tokyo, V.S. famously said, no country can be fully evangelized except by its own sons. And so two years later, in 1909, at the age of 35, V.S. moved north to the region of Dornakal to be superintending missionary of the Indian Missionary Society, and he was ordained as an Anglican priest. The next year, in Edinburgh, Scotland, at the World Missionary Conference, which is the largest worldwide gathering of missionaries still to date, though the conference was dominated by Western missionaries and church leaders, V.S. was invited to speak and famously exhorted the Western Christians to treat their Asian and African counterparts not as inferiors, but as full and equal partners in the work of ministry. He expressed his thanks for their work and yet his request for more in these words. Through all the ages to come, the Indian church will rise up in gratitude to attest the heroism and self-denying labors of the missionary body, you have given your goods to feed the poor. You have given your bodies to be burned. We ask also for love. Give us friends. See, the evangelistic work in Dornical convinced the Anglican leaders to create a new diocese there. And in 1912, they consecrated V.S. Azaria as its bishop, the first ever native Indian to be made a bishop within the Anglican Communion. From 1912 until his death in 1945, Bishop V.S. devoted himself to the work of a bishop, teaching, preaching, founding churches, ordaining clergy, extending the mission further in his region. He was known not only for his tireless efforts, but for the care and kindness he showed in his attention to the often illiterate members of his churches, with whom he would spend hours talking and teaching memorable songs to help teach the Creed, the Lord's Prayer, and the Ten Commandments. When he began his work, the diocese had approximately 8,000 members, and by the time he finished, it had grown to a membership of 200,000. 
V.S. also fought against India's caste system throughout his life. And similarly, he fought against Christian denominations, which he felt equally divided people in the same way. After a life of ecumenical work, in 1947, two years after his death, the Anglicans, the Methodists, and the Christian Reformed together formed a single Church of South India. This accomplishment was part of Bishop V.S. Azaria's legacy. He had fought the good fight and sought the unity of the Church. It reminds me of the words of Jesus in John chapter 17, verse 20, praying, Father, I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they may also be in us, so that the world may believe that you sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you have sent me and love them even as you loved me. This is the story of V.S. Azaria, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying together, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace 
O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A collect for aid against perils. Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A night prayer. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. I want to conclude this evening with prayer number four on page 646 in the prayer book for the unity of all Christian people. O God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, our only Savior and Prince of Peace, give us grace to take to heart the grave dangers we are in through our many divisions. Deliver your church from all enmity and prejudice and everything that hinders us from godly union. As there is one body and one spirit, one hope of our calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of us all, so make us all to be of one heart and of one mind, united in one holy bond of truth and peace, of faith and love, that with one voice we may give you praise. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, in everlasting glory. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.